to say I'm pretty excited to be here with all of you this morning as I get to celebrate my first all-school Mass in almost 12 years. Uh, for those who don't know, I originally taught here from 2008 to 2012 when I was a newly ordained priest, and I'm happy to be back at Pius. I've been very happy these last two years being here. And it's been amazing, having been involved with Pius for so long, to see the changes that have occurred over these last 12 years. Because when I was here, it was during the time of the Coles campaign when we won 500000 we built the new kitchen. It was before we had the artificial turf on the field. And for soccer teams, it was when we had to play at the Y complex. Um, this is going to be my seventh year being the chaplain for the soccer team, so I'm pretty excited for both the boys and the girls this year. Um, one of the biggest blessings I think I've had since teaching here over 12 years ago is seeing three of my former students go on to be priests. And as a pre priest and a teacher, it gives me great joy not just to see that, but to see students who are still practicing their faith years later. And that's my hope for you. But we come now to the start of Lent, time when we are reminded to turn away from sin and towards the gospel time when we are called to do mortification and penance. I want to focus on those two words. Because mortification is a word we don't really use a lot nowadays. It comes from the Latin to make death. And this type of death that it is referring to is the sins that one commits. It comes from Romans 8.13 where St. Paul says, If you live according to the flesh, you shall die. But if by the Spirit you mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. And again, it sounds confusing, but consider, each one of us is a unique creature made up of body and spirit, matter and spirit, body and soul. The things that bring us great pleasure in this life, food, drink, are directed towards the body. Food and drink are needed to live. Food and drink can also be used a little too much, in which case we call that gluttony. Um, one of the things I love, and I think Father Bernardo would agree, going to Hoo Hut. Love Hoo Hut. It's a weakness. It's one of those things I have to avoid because it's so tempting to go back for more and more and more again. And when you, not just when you're satisfied, but getting stuff to the point of getting sick. The same thing is true with drink. I love coffee, but if I have anything more than two or three drinks, it starts to affect you. Same thing with soda or any other types of beverages. So to mortify the body is to control our wants, those things that we really want to do to decide that, no, I will not go back for another serving, or no, I won't take a second helping of whatever's being passed around. These are just examples of uh, being able to control our desires. But it also doesn't have to be just food and drink, because, again, St. Paul says, according to whatever our body wants us to, if we live according to whatever our body wants us to do, then we're not going to grow closer to Christ. Because if it is because of Christ that we deny ourselves something, when we know we don't need to have it, that's when we're able to grow closer to him. And this usually goes along with the idea of penance. Usually we think of penance as something we do when we go to confession. The priest will say, for your penance, do this. Penance is our way of making reparation to God for our sins. Again, I love using the example of a window. You could break a window. Sorry doesn't, forget, sorry doesn't fix the window. You could be forgiven of it. But penance is the way we make reparation. Penance is the way that we pay back the damage we did because of breaking a window. So to be able to offer up our sacrifices as a way to make payment or reparation for the sins that we have committed. And we do this 
through, we can do this also through praying the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. And it's one of the easiest ways, I think, because between each decade, if you know the chaplet, you say, I offer you, Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. A simple little devotional by which we can make atonement or reparation to God, not only for our sins, but for those of the whole world. This is the day when those of us over 14 abstain from meat on Ash Wednesday and Fridays of Lent. For those of us between 18 and 59, we take on the other obligation to fast, to not only refrain from eating meals, but to eat less than we normally do. We do this to mortify the body, to discipline the body, to deny our body of something that it wants or craves. And again, by doing this, we can turn it into a prayer by which we say, instead of giving in to this, I offer up the joy I would have enjoyed to you, O Lord. We take on additional practices, or we give up things over the next 40 days. For me, when I was your age, it was usually giving up sweets or desserts. 40 years later, nothing much has changed, and there's really nothing wrong with that. When I was in college, it was giving up pop or coffee. But now that I'm older, I try to think of different ways to give up things. Being a computer person, I've been playing with computers for almost 40 years. This year, I'm giving up social media, giving up Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram. I don't do TikTok. Don't have any desire for TikTok. But, you know, for some, that might not be too challenging. But for me, who's addicted to my phone, it's a challenge. But what I'd like to leave you with today is that as we figure out how we're going to mortify our body during this Lent, to consider taking up something to strengthen the spiritual life as well. Again, the idea of body and spirit. Not only work on the body, but work on the soul. So go ahead, give up the sweets, give up TV, social media, internet, all of these things. But at the same time, to try to take up a devotion, prayer, Lenten practice, as a way of growing closer to the Lord. Come to Mass. Maybe one or two days of the week, some people do more. Maybe take up the rosary. And if you're not in the habit of praying the rosary, not to start out with all five decades. Get into the habit of praying it. Start with a decade a day, then work your way up. Maybe pick up the Bible, read the scriptures. A question to consider is, when is the last time outside of class you read the scriptures? Because as we're able to grow closer to the Lord by making sacrifices, saying no to those things we want, we have the ability to grow stronger spiritually by doing these spiritual exercises of prayer and devotion. We have 40 days to go. Seems like a long time, but consider it's been almost 40 days since the start of the new year. 40 is a scriptural number devoted to trial and testing, but also purification and new growth. 40 days of the great flood, 40 years in the desert with the Israelites, 40 days our Lord spent preparing for his public ministry, the 40 days after Easter. Person will spend months training for an activity, a marathon, sports, whatever it is. We're given a lifetime to prepare for entry into eternal life. This 40 days is a period of more intense preparation. But the thing is, the more we put into it, the more we're going to get out. If we take the easy way out by giving up something minor, we fulfill the law. But will we really grow closer to the Lord? <laughs>